Welcome to the BCCA Construction Industry News Update for Thursday, November 29th. A reminder that the House is adjourned now until February. BCCA has added compulsory trades as a new topic on our advocacy page, following the BC Fed announcement that they will be lobbying the government for a return to this method. Background information can be found at bccassn.com on our Advocacy and Issues page. Events today. BCCA President Chris is on an industry executives panel in Vancouver sponsored by the Building Officials Association of BC and hosted by Ben Mulrooney. In Vancouver, the fifth annual BC Cabinet and First Nations Leaders Gathering began with Premier John Horgan and Indigenous Relations and Reconciliation Minister Scott Fraser announcing that the BC government and First Nations will share gaming revenues and co-develop legislation to implement the UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. Federal Transport Minister Mark Garneau is in Vancouver for a series of meetings and announcements, including meeting with Vancouver Mayor Kennedy Stewart in a roundtable with industry stakeholders about the state of southern resident orcas. In topics, Ottawa has promised new legislation that will speed up the payment process for contractors and subcontractors working on federal projects on federal lands, as well as the adjudication of payment issues. The federal government is also offering faster capital depreciation on construction equipment in response to U.S. tax reform, which industry feared might erode Canada's overall business tax advantage. Canada announced it will be imposing sanctions against Saudi Arabia. The announcement was made today at the G20 summit in Argentina, where we anticipate discussion regarding steel tariffs will be a key topic point between our federal government and U.S. negotiators. Beefed-up chain-up regulations and stricter fines are now in place for commercial vehicles in a move to make BC highways safer and improve vehicle performance. Previous regulations only required vehicles over 27,000 kilograms to carry and use traction devices, with only one wheel needing chains during winter conditions and mandatory chain-ups. The new requirements are for all commercial vehicles over 5,000 kilograms. People in Clinton, Decca Lake, and Wells will soon get high-speed internet as a result of a new upgraded broadband infrastructure. In new appointments, attorney Richard Grounds is appointed to a two-year term as a member of the Industry Training Appeal Board. Its stated mission of this appeal board is to provide individuals affected by the decision of the ITA with reasonable access to a timely and responsive review process. This includes decisions about credentialing. A reminder that the CEO of the ITA, Gary Herman, was recently released and given the news about compulsory trades as well as CBA. It is likely these decisions are linked. Government news briefs include, The Ministry of Transportation and Infrastructure is looking for expressions of interest to replace transportation options for eight intercity bus routes abandoned by Greyhound Canada in October. The RFEI will be open to submissions until January 15, 2019. BC's Environmental Assessment Office has issued an Environmental Assessment Certificate for BC Hydro's Revelstoke Generating Station Unit 6 project. A sixth-generation unit will be installed in an existing turbine bay at the Revelstoke Dam, releasing its capacity by 500 megawatts. The certificate imposes 20 conditions on the project. The certificate also specifies design requirements for the project and requires that three Indigenous stewardship monitors participate in the project during construction and the first five years of operation. In funding announcements, 
The Ministry of Advanced Education, Skills, and Training is providing Vancouver Island University with $420,000 to deliver the Indigenous Intern Leaders Program, which will match Indigenous graduates from technical, trades, diploma, and degree programs with BC companies for a two-year paid internship. Both the interns and the companies they will work for will receive mentoring from First Nations chiefs and business CEOs. VIU is partnering with the BC Assembly of First Nations and Business Council of BC to provide the program. Thanks for listening to today's industry update from the BC Construction Association. Mm-hmm.